Hi, my name is Idan Ipe, and welcome to my first podcast. For this podcast, I will be talking about eating disorders. I chose the topic of eating disorders mainly because of how prevalent it's becoming in our society. I personally know of people who are battling this illness today and have seen how eating disorders can take over and destroy a person's life. I think it's so important to raise awareness, whether it means discussing what science to look out for or treatments available. I hope this podcast helps anyone who may be struggling or knows someone who is struggling. So what is an eating disorder? An eating disorder is a mental health condition where one has an unhealthy behavior, obsession, and compulsion around food, exercise, and or body shape. It occurs in both women and men, young and old. This is a disorder that does not discriminate. However, males are often the least diagnosed with eating disorders, and this is due to the stigma and shame about admitting to what is falsely assumed to be a woman's disorder. Gender has little to do with developing an eating disorder. Here's an interesting fact that I found out about eating disorders. According to Millie Plotkin, who was the author of Eating Disorders by the Numbers, 9% of the U.S. population, or 28.8 million Americans, will have an eating disorder in their lifetime. This is a disorder that is very common, and I believe it's important to spread awareness on the signs and symptoms. There are several types of eating disorders. The three that I will be focusing on will be bulimia nervosa, anorexia nervosa, and binge eating disorder. Bulimia nervosa is a cycle of binge eating where the person self-induces vomiting. It's a serious and potentially life-threatening eating disorder. Some symptoms of bulimia include intake of large amounts of food followed by purging, excessive exercise, and fasting. While self-induced vomiting is the most common method of bulimia, it is not limited to just that. A person can also misuse laxatives, diuretics, or other medications. People with binge eating disorder usually prefer to eat in secret, use the bathroom right after eating, and may have damaged their teeth and gum from excessive vomiting. There is a misconception about bulimia that often comes up, and that is that purging helps to lose weight. However, purging does not get rid of ingested food. Half of what a person eats during a binge episode actually remains in the body. Laxatives make a person lose weight through fluid and water loss and is only temporary. For those reasons, an individual with bulimia is usually average or above average weight. The next eating disorder I want to discuss is called anorexia nervosa. A person with anorexia nervosa tends to follow very strict food restriction. They have an intense fear of weight gain, low body weight, and may have a distorted body image. There are many symptoms associated with this particular disorder. For instance, constant dieting and obsession with calories, hiding and cutting foods into little pieces, social isolation, thinning hair, and depression. Also, the individual can have low body temperature, low blood sugar, low heart rate, and constant headaches. You'll notice the person showing signs of always feeling tired and in some cases even faint. People who tend to have this disorder may be those who have been abused, bullied, or have low self-esteem. Anorexia is more than just a person not eating enough food. It's about self-hatred, control, and perfectionism. 
It's about the pressure one may feel from family or the media to be accepted. The last disorder is binge eating disorder. According to the National Eating Disorder Association, this is one of the most common eating disorders in the United States. It is estimated that 3.5% of women, 2% of men, and 30 to 40% of those seeking weight loss treatments can be clinically diagnosed with binge eating disorders. It's characterized as eating large amounts of food over a short period of time and feeling a lack of control during this period. There are a variety of factors to what causes a person to binge. It can be biological, psychological, and social. Biological can be hormonal imbalance or genetics. Psychological will be how one uses food to cope with emotional trauma. And social is anything from family, culture, and media influence. A common misconception about binge eating disorder is that it only impacts overweight people. This is absolutely false. People of all body sizes are impacted by binge eating disorder. Another one is that binge eating only involves high fat foods, when in fact, the foods reported eaten during binge eating episodes are often part of a fad diet. Binge eating disorder can cause a lot of complications, such as insomnia, gallbladder disease, type two diabetes, and hypertension. Profession and sport may require a certain body type, which can indirectly lead to one of these disorders. Say for instance, ballet, modeling, figure skating, or acting. All of these professions have an image of what they believe a person should look like, and that can create pressure for someone to fit that image. There's also this misconception that people with eating disorders are overtly thin and sickly looking, and that's far from the truth. A person can look healthy and be at a normal BMI while still showing symptoms of having an eating disorder. Now more than ever, young adults have access to celebrities and media figures who can harmfully give out an image of perfection. Studies have found that there's a strong link between social media and an increase of depression, anxiety, and even suicidal thoughts. On the bright side, there are treatments for eating disorders and recovery is possible. Statistics show that over 80% of people who have been diagnosed with anorexia nervosa have completely recovered. The earlier a person gets help, the better. The most effective being therapy, which can be individual, group, or family therapy. Therapy helps in finding out where the underlying emotional and mental health issues stem from and creates a system where the person learns to cope with their triggers in a healthier way. Other forms of treatment include psychiatry, dietitian, and primary care physician. Also, long-term treatment is, also, is often needed and will be required ongoing care. Inpatient treatment in the United States ranges anywhere from $500 to $2,000 per day. Long-term outpatient treatment, including therapy, can cost up to $100,000 or more. Thankfully though, insurance companies now usually cover eating disorder treatments. Just know that there are treatments available to help individuals lead a healthier life. So that's it for my podcast. I hope you enjoyed. See you next time.